Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Tifo and Luby. Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby. Lubitz with you on Believe and very happy to be here. And every Thursday we have the pleasure of bringing you this man who you can also find as a pioneering founding father. In fact, I don't know that the Believe Network exists if it wasn't for Brandon Lang, who's guesting with us once again on the Thursday edition of After Hours. Uh, of course, uh, a man featured, or his life was uh, depicted by McConaughey in the movie Two for the Money. And uh, still to this day, you know, always interesting to me that uh, Jeremy Piven thought we were being disparaging <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, kind of condescending to him about talking about how he should have had an Oscar nomination for his role in that movie. And, and he thought we were kidding him. We told him, but we thought this was up there with Citizen Kane. Uh, so we welcomed the man that this whole movie was based on that created various controversies uh, subsequent to its uh, release in our lives. The great Brandon Lang joins us here on the show. Brandon, how are you, my friend? Fuck Jeremy Piven, little short <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I see my fist drop him upside down. I'm on the other little short man complex. That's bitch. funny. Really? Yeah. Lucky I don't see him in public. I'll slap him around like a little bitch and make him my little punk. Uh, well, now that you have this Schwarzenegger so strength, I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. I'll forget, just forget it, but I'm in a barn, man. I'm at the Four Seasons, the bar at the Four Seasons on Friday night, and um, I'm just sitting there chilling. It's like, you know, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm just chilling, like just chilling. And I'm talking about could have been one of the top three hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life, and she's older, though. You know, yeah. she's older. She's definitely a MILF, but she looks just like Raquel Welch. Couldn't have been a day over, a, a day over, like, you know, a day over 40. Okay. She yeah. sits down, she orders a martini, and there's one seat between us, and she doesn't say a word. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll play it cool. So I'm, I'm looking ripped. I got the tight Armani shirt on. I'm fucking shredded. It's this, and it's go time. <laughs> I'm going to take it deep tonight somewhere in Manhattan, yeah. but I just, you know, I started here. It's about 20 minutes later, she leans over to me and says, you want to do a shot? I said, sure. We pound two shots. And she listened to listen. My husband died, left me $500 million. I live in a $25 million home in Boca. I'm just up here for the weekend. I'm at the presidential suite upstairs. She's like, you want to go? I go, excuse me? She says, listen, I'm 61 years old. I say bullshit. Pulls out her driver's license. She's 61 years old. What? I'm like, go wow. time. Wow. So we go up. So we go up to, so we go up to the room. We, we, we go in the presidential suite. At the Four Seasons, it's like 15,000 square feet. It's humongous. <laughs> you got rooms. You don't know what's going on. You got whatever. And she goes, I'll be right back. And so she comes in and she French kisses me and slips me a pill of ecstasy and goes to lighten the mood. Now she walks <laughs> into her, her room. So I'm sitting there just chilling or whatever. And she comes walking out. And she's got tight, ripped, shredded, cut off, cut jeans, shredded jeans with over-the-knee green suede boots. She's got on a white T-shirt, no bra. Unbelievable. She sits down, she opens up this entertainment center, and she puts trans music on one TV, lesbian porn on the other. So she, she pulls out a plate of Coke and says, let's go deep. She what? does a line, I do too. So now we start making out. Now I got the E hitting me. I got the trans music, the lesbian porn. I'm rock hard. She goes down and she starts blowing me. She lines up a line of Coke on my dick. She snorts it, sucks it. I'm like, oh, my God. I pull the plate of Coke, do two more lines. This goes on <laughs> for about 15 minutes. She does a line. I'm rock hard. I do two more lines. And it's on. 
so she's giving me, I mean, it's the most unbelievable bareback, bareback blowjob you've ever had in your life. And then she does it. She slips a pinky finger in my ass. So I'm like, whoa, baby, whoa. I grabbed the plate of Coke and two more lines. Next thing you know, it's go time. We got the finger in the ass. We got the Coke. We got the ecstasy. And she looks up with my dick in her mouth and she goes, you ever been into a mother-daughter situation? Oh, I about no. blew my oh, right. Get out of here. I was like, no way. If she's this hot, the daughter's go time. Somewhere in the suite, you're going to bring her out. I'm like, oh, my God. I've done everything in my life. Yes. But I've never had the mother-daughter situation. So she's fingering my ass. She's sucking my dick. I do two more lines of coke. She looks at me. She goes, are you ready for it to happen right now? I said, absolutely. She goes, mom! Oh, no, she's the daughter. She's the daughter. <laughs> and you yelled, nurse. Oh, my oh God. My God Lang, I mean, uh, no wonder they made I mean, I wish uh, some of this had come out in the movie. I really do. No, her 87-year-old mom came walking on a domination wow. outfit. And I said, let's go, go, mom. Oh, oh you God. went for it. Wow. Good for you. I mean, you know how to uh, ad lib, uh, you know, in situations that normally would uh, be uh, just tyrannical for anybody else to handle. I I thought you were going to go Nick Saban on her, like you did on that kid after, and that was one of your uh, that was your double seal gold wheel super platinum player of the century. I think last week was uh, Tennessee getting seven from Alabama. Well, it actually went up to nine once Bryce Young was announced to play. That was a yes, that's right, nine nine points. Yep, at BrandonLang.com, I've released, uh, you know, in college football, I've actually hit nine in a row uh, at BrandonLang.com, and my college football record this year is 14-4. and four. So I've released two 200-diamonds, Kansas, plus the points outright over Iowa State. And then, of course, last week with Tennessee, plus the nine outright over Bama. And I just didn't say Tennessee was going to cover the number. I said I would be shocked if Tennessee didn't win the game outright, and they uh-huh. did. So um, I've never been at this point in the college season, middle of October, I've never, I've never had a run like this. And then football overall, I'm, I'm 14 and three, my last 17 overall, including the nine in a row in college. And it's just been a, it's just being in the zone. It's just picking up those hot 61 year olds with mom, the 85 year old waiting in the ring. <laughs> so when you're on that kind of care, man, you just learn to enjoy it. Listen, it doesn't make you gay. If you allow two fingers up your ass, getting a blood job, doesn't make you gay. Doesn't make you, you know, just massage that prostate. And we're, we're definitely massage that prostate in college football right now. So, uh, um, it's just, uh, just, 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 uh, yeah, it's, that, it's, that mom thing. I mean, uh, it still has me a little bit spooked here, but, uh, you know, and, and obviously we're, we're very interested in what you have to say about uh, this week's games. Uh, Brandon Lang with us here on after hours. Um, uh, you know, and the other thing I, I was trying to figure out what was more delightful about last weekend, seeing Nick Saban going up, you know, absolutely ape uh, after, uh, you know, you could see that he was going to, you know, have another game that was perilous at best and probably going to lose it. And uh, that, that could have easily been three losses on the year. I know you could say that. Uh, they did win the other games against, what, Texas and Texas A&M yep. where they were threatened. And, uh, you know, but I, I love seeing Nick lose, but I, even more so. And I, I kind of like the coach there. I don't know how long he's going to last, how long uh, the faithful are going to, you know, put up with uh, what, what maybe the second coming of Jerry Faust. But uh, seeing Notre Dame lose straight up to uh, Stanford, uh, that, that that really, I mean, I, I was doing cartwheels, uh, you know, on A1A uh, here in uh, South Florida as uh, that result uh, finally was posted. Well, it, it, it shouldn't come as no surprise. It's a tough place to play. It's a rivalry game. They had to go all the way out to the West Coast, and that's the Notre Dame team that earlier this year lost to come to Marshall. 
So, you know, Brian Kelly left, and, and then this guy's a good hire, and I think he's going to be a heck of a football coach. But um, you, you've now made your bed. you now got to sleep in it. And those are, those are you know, they played Ohio State competitive to start the year. They lose to Marshall. And now this loss here, three losses, certainly not at the Irish standard. So things get a little comfortable, uh, uncomfortable there in, in South Bend. And, and rightly so. If you're going to take that job, be careful what you wish for because pressure to produce and to produce right away is, uh, is something that a lot of these coaches are feeling and, and why you get so many guys fired at the collegiate level because they can't produce. So, it's, it listen, looks great on paper. It looks great on a resume. But it's a results, uh, a results issue job. And right now he's not getting it done. He's just doing in everything I hear about him. He's a super nice guy, great, Seems great like recruiter. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids love him. But kids loving you and being a great recruiter, if that doesn't translate into wins, then you, you you got some problems. So let's see what happens. How much damage was done to the you've only played Patsy theories by Michigan's uh, storming away from Penn State in the second half? Uh, I, I heard that from a zillion handicappers. They all love Penn State going into that ball game. That Michigan had played nobody but Patsies and cupcakes, which essentially was true. But I mean, uh, every now and then you see it where it turns out that team, even though their schedule sucked. And, and they were pounding teams that looked like a joke. Uh, you know, they actually were very good. I mean, would you say that's the case with Michigan after seeing what they did to Penn State? Impressive. That was, to me, the most impressive most impressive game of the week. And you had some serious against the spread trends, Harbaugh 0-10 yeah. against the 0-11 or 1-12 against the spread as last third team against undefeated ranked teams, including 0-9 as last nine. That wasn't the, the impressive thing. The impressive thing was their defense shutting down Penn State, but running for as many yards as they did on that Penn State defense, which was, you know, as far as the numbers were concerned, a top 10 defense in college football. So I, I believe you got to recognize that the, the coach that looks like he should be the manager of the Geek Squad at Best Buy is absolutely <laughs> getting it done. And, um, you know, the guy like that that's sitting in the corner of a strip bar thinking about, hey, I, I, can I pick up a freak and, and let the glasses off and the khaki pants and uh, unleash my 11 inches of white thunder? I don't know. He's just he's, he's getting it done. Um, good for him. I didn't think Michigan had it in him. And I think you have to keep an eye on Harbaugh, especially I believe they only had like nine starters back in that team that cracked the BCS uh, national championship picture final four last year. So, Impressive. I mean, I give uh, I give him credit. Not and again, I'm not a Harbaugh fan, but yeah. I I give him all the credit in the world. So there you go. Um, yeah, everybody we talked to loved Penn State in that game, by the way, and uh, you know with good reason. But uh, turned out, uh, you know, not to be the case. That Michigan was very good. All right, BrandonLang.com is where you find the information, and uh, there's a lot of it on there, and uh, you're. Uh, kind enough, uh, generous enough to share some of it with our uh, listening audience here and, uh, of course, on your own podcast and uh, other uh, platforms that uh, you're on. So uh, let's do it, man. Let's try to make some money this week. College football, three-dog night. Navy plus two-and-a-half over Houston. Navy with the absolute miracle cover um, last week against SMU. I had them. They got it done for me. Navy was getting 12-and-a-half solid they were down 13 with a minute 20 to go on their own 25 yard line if anybody follows navy knows they're not going 75 yards it's a running offense with a minute 25 to go to do anything 
Well, they most certainly did. They broke off a run. They threw a long pass. They got down to the one. They pumped it in backdoor style to keep it going. Last home game, they put up 55 on Tulsa. They're getting two and a half against a Houston team that I just don't think is as good as everybody thinks they are. We're going to go with Navy plus the two and a half over Houston. Buffalo and Toledo. Buffalo is a live home dog here. Um, If you haven't followed them, they lost at home early in the year to Holy Cross. Um, in fact, they lost their first two games out of the box. And then all of a sudden, this team has caught absolute fire. Now, when I say they caught absolute fire, they have caught absolute Listen, Toledo's getting all the fanfare in that conference, and rightly so, because they're blowing the doors off people in a very, very impressive way. But Buffalo is at home. They're getting seven and a half as a home dog. And I'm telling you, I get it. I get Toledo is is – you know, Toledo's got some, some, some good stuff going, but as I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm trying to find this fucking game as I'm stalling. I can't fucking find it. It's driving me <laughs> fucking crazy. Where are you? There we go. Um, so Buffalo loses the first two games of the year. Really bad, too. Maryland, perspective, and then Holy Cross, and then Coastal Carolina. So they're 0-3, and they push the Coastal Carolina game. Then they beat Eastern Michigan 50-31. to They beat... Miami of Ohio, 24-20. They hammer Bowling Green, 38-7. And they hammer UMass, 34-7. So they've won 4 0 straight up, 4 0 against the spread. Now here comes Toledo as a seven and a half point favorite. Yes, they just won at home over Kent, 52-31. Beat Northern Illinois, 52-32. Beat Central Michigan, 38-17. Since they lost to San Diego State, 17-14. They should not be laying seven and a half to this team right here. I'm telling you, keep an eye on Buffalo plus seven and a half. And I've been on them all year. I'm going to be on them again. UCLA on the road plus six and a half over Oregon. I just, I'm a believer in UCLA. I'm a believer in UCLA. All they've done is stepped up and got it done all year long. Beat Utah, beat Washington at home as a, as a home dog. Now they're getting six and a half for Oregon. I know Oregon's playing better football but i'm telling you boys you look at ucla they've covered every game this year but the two back-to-back alabama state they didn't cover by three lane 48 and a half and then south alabama but the last three games they've been dynamite this game's gonna go right down the wire take ucla plus six and a half let's move to the nfl and look for your tranny three team three pack laying the 12 inches (laughs) black pipe wood to all your tranny needs let's go to the nfl if I were to tell you which NFL team, there's only one team in the NFL that has covered every single game this year. Who is it, boys and girls? Atlanta Falcons. I was going to say the Falcons. There you yeah, go. Falcons. You know, a lot of you know, people say you're not as smart as as uh, as, as you think you are. And not as dumb as I look. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Good job, D. Not as dumb as you look. Well done. Really well done. Um, yes, and I will ride them to the ticket window once again plus the six and, a half, six and a half over Cincinnati. Let's take a peek at the – everybody's on the Jets this week. Everybody's yeah. on the Jets. And I'm telling you, yeah. this Denver defense at home against Zach Wilson, who hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in two weeks, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, Denver minus one. I know, listen, the only thing Russell Wilson's cooking right now is crack. Yeah. He's just cooking <laughs> up the crack. He's got the spoon out. He's got the tinfoil. He's got, you know, he's got the, the crack going on. Yeah. I he's been horrible. He's, he's using the. He's been horrible. He's the only thing he's cooking. He's on that. 
which is fine. But I think we're going to down this week. Denver's defense shows, and they get it done. Denver plus the one and a half. And San Francisco has one uncovered their last six at home. They're getting three against Kansas City. It's this simple. If you wait to bet that game one hour before game time, if, if Boza's playing for the Niners, they will win and cover that number. If Boza's out for the Niners, I think it's advantage KC. So that's your that's your conditional. If if you leave the tranny bar and she has seven and a half inches, you play KC <laughs> with Boza. If she does, if she's laying ten inches with Boza, take San Francisco. So with Boza, nine inches, play Niners. Without Boza, Mahomes seven and a half. You got to take. That's your training reference for this week. I like it, yeah. The conditional sixth-round play also, uh, which is uh, always interesting uh, in these, uh, you know, contexts on these shows. Uh, all right, BrandonLang.com. That's where you find more stuff. And, and you guys are rolling, as you said, college football and the pros. And uh, you're rolling in general in life. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, fantastic. Uh, now, now do, do you have, uh, you know, uh, does it bring back or unlock memories when, Whenever you hear somebody, like even a kid walking by uh, on the streets, and he goes, Mom! Does, does it <laughs> shake a person part of your emotional guys, fiber? Guys, the mom was the guy, the mom, the mom was hot. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, if you're, listen, if you're, if you're, my, listen, I'm, I'm into the leather and the latex boots. Yeah. Okay. So if you're kind of a, if you're kind of a chunky chick, with a really yeah. pretty face, and you're willing to wear the leather and the boots, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll hit it, no problem. You're all in. The mom oh, nice, didn't man. look too bad. A lot of plastic surgery, but when <laughs> she came out with a little leather dom outfit, I just said it's go time. You know, take one for the team. Let's go. Beautiful thing. So, just you have to, uh, you can't be afraid to go deep and tap into your inner inhibitions the later you go in life. Good for you. That's right. I mean, you have to let go at some point. Exactly. Uh, Brandon Lang, always a pleasure, my Thanks friend. Like Thanks that. so much for joining us. Uh, it's great every week, and we appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. All right, All right, thanks a lot. Brandon Lang, ladies and gentlemen. That was a wild story, man. I, don't know, I wasn't <laughs> I sure it was going, going in that direction either. I don't know I, where I, you that know, was going. <laughs> kind of an old Henry surprise ending to that <laughs> he thing. Got me. He got me for sure. He had me roped in, man, the way he tells these stories. I was like, fantastic. what's happening next? <laughs> yeah. She says, Mom. I like that he hates Piven. Uh, you know, I think he's an asshole. You would think he, he is, yeah. I think he he's was kind of an asshole to him, yeah. I think, he, yeah. I think he'd explain that to us in the past before where Piven was sort of a jerk. Yeah. Piven was weird when he was with us. He was. But uh, but he kind of got it after a while. I don't know. He, he, he seemed to be very awkward at first. And even though it ended awkwardly, it, it ended in kind of a, you know, a, a laughing kind of awkward. Yeah, it was funny. Where, uh, you know, it, it seemed like, uh, you know, for as strange as this cat was. I mean, it would be like uh, asking Kevin Spacey questions about his sexual habits. <laughs> Jesus. And all of a sudden, there's an awkward air in the studio. Like, uh, you didn't say you were going to go there. <laughs> that kind of thing. All right, uh, you know, we'll be watching some baseball tonight. And uh, if you want to catch more of our work, uh, yes, we sir. have our Degenerate Friday show, which has a lot of different handicapping information. If you're a fan of uh, uh, Brandon Lang, I mean, he, he's great. But well, we have uh, other guys oh, that have uh, very interesting perspectives and a lot of different stuff in terms of entertainment. Yep. On our South Florida Live channel, we suggest you subscribe there and, uh, you know, get the link and then catch our uh, thing that we call the Defo Show. And that's why this is after hours, because uh, we conduct this uh, after every we do morning. a couple of hours on East Coast time in the morning from 7 to 9 every day. And all of this stuff is archived. I think you'll really enjoy it yeah. if you enjoy what we do here. 
Uh, for Mike Luby Lubitz, uh, well, I'll be watching a lot of stuff, right? Uh, the Thursday night football game is always of some appeal, but uh, usually very little once you get past the midway point of the first quarter. I mean, just a boring festival of uh, nonsense. Basketball's uh, back. Car- Cardinals Saints, a very compromised Saints team. But the Cardinals, how, how, is this a sucker bet? They're only laying two and a hook. Well, they get Hopkins back. So a lot of people, I guess, are thinking that it'll wake up Kyler Murray and the Cardinals offense. But they're only favored by two and a half. I, I would think the Cardinals lay over the uh, Saints in this game, no? So then there you go. That's a good line for you. I wouldn't go near this game. I have no, no. In- This game is weird. All right. My uh, first instinct, uh, <laughs> Mr. Chalk, is to have the Cardinals. <laughs> and even if I lose, you know what? I'm going to come back next Thursday night with a similar theory and say this. From Mike Luby Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And remember, no matter what you're doing, you got to believe. Play the ponies in style at Champions, the outstanding simulcasting room at beautiful Hylia Park. Yes, the grand old lady of thoroughbred racing has never been more vibrant, and you can wager on the races from the top tracks around the country while enjoying a cocktail at the Brass Rail Bar or any of the fine food served throughout the facility. If poker is your game, you're covered in style, and you can play all your favorite Vegas-style games, including blackjack, craps, and roulette in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play. When you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Hylia Park. These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup. All you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.